Well, Father, thank you, Lord, for another great time together tonight in your presence. As we wait upon you, Lord, we thank you for the touch of heaven. We thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost that fills every heart and every life tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name. Your word declares, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And we thank you tonight, Lord, for renewed strength, for the blessing of God that makes rich and adds no sorrow. In Jesus' mighty name. So, Father, even as we worship you tonight, we thank you for your manifest glory in this broadcast, Lord, tonight, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Wonderful, Lord. There's a little song we've sung before, but it's really easy. In Holy Ghost, you wonderful Holy Ghost, a wind blowing strong, blowing from heaven. And Holy Ghost, you wonderful Holy Ghost, a wind blowing strong, blowing from heaven. I have decided to go all the way with my God, all the way with my God. Revival in the land is our goal. Like soldiers in the army, we'll fight with heart and soul. And Holy Ghost, you wonderful Holy Ghost, a wind blowing strong, blowing from heaven, you blowing tonight, Lord, Holy Ghost, you wonderful Holy Ghost, a wind blowing strong. Blowing from heaven, sing it tonight. And Holy Ghost, you wonderful Holy Ghost, a wind blowing strong. You blowing strong tonight, Lord, blowing from heaven. You blowing, Lord, Holy Ghost, you wonderful. Ghost, a wind blowing strong, blowing from heaven. I have decided to go all the way with my God. Revival in the land is our goal. We'll press into heaven with heart and soul. And Holy Ghost, you wonderful Holy Ghost, a wind blowing strong, blowing from heaven. Come and blow tonight, Lord. Holy Ghost, you wonderful Holy Ghost, a wind blowing strong. Blowing from heaven. 
tonight, Lord. Come and blow from heaven, Lord. Come and blow in our hearts, Lord, tonight. Sing it one more time, Holy Ghost, you wonderful Holy Ghost, a wind blowing strong, blowing from heaven, and Holy Ghost, you wonderful Holy Ghost, like a wind blowing strong, blowing from heaven. In our hearts tonight, Lord, come and fill us to overflowing, Lord. The sweet touch of heaven, Lord, the sweet touch of the Holy Ghost tonight upon every viewer, Lord. Thank you for the anointing that flows, Lord. That sweet anointing, Lord, that fills every heart tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Lord. And as the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. Tell him tonight, as a deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you, Lord. And as the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. You alone are my strength, my shield. You alone will my spirit heal. To you tonight, Lord, and you alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. And as the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. You alone are my strength, my shield. To you alone will my spirit yield. And you alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship you. Lord, I long Lord, I long to worship you. Declare it tonight. And as the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. You alone are my strength, my shield, to you alone will my 
facing on a daily basis dealing with issues dealing with life with situations of life we need the presence and the glory of God so as you worship him tonight as you worship him tonight as you love on him tonight declare it and as the deer battered for the water so my soul desire and I long to worship you. You alone are my strength, my shield. To you alone will my spirit heal. We heal to you tonight, Lord, and you alone are my heart's desire and I long to Lord, I long to worship you. Lord, I long to worship you. We long to worship you, Jesus. Wonderful Lord. Come breathe upon me. Breath of God. Breathe upon me, sweet spirit of the Lord. As 
I lift my hands in surrender to your name, most high, I'm yielding to your spirit, I'm walking in your love, Jesus, I adore you, oh Jesus, I adore you, tell him you love him tonight, Jesus, I and all your holy name. Come breathe upon me, breath of God, invite him tonight. Breathe upon me, sweet spirit of the Lord, as I lift my hands in surrender to your name. Most high, I'm healed to your spirit I'm walking in your love Jesus I adore you oh Jesus I adore you Lord Jesus I adore your holy name we adore your holy name Lord Jesus, I adore you. Jesus, I adore you, Lord. Jesus, I adore your holy name. We adore your holy name. We adore your name tonight, Lord. Adore your holy name. We adore your holy name, Lord. Invite him tonight. Come breathe upon me. Breath of God, breathe upon me, sweet spirit of the Lord. As I lift my hands in surrender to your name we surrender tonight Lord I'm yielding to your spirit I'm walking in your love Jesus I adore you Jesus I adore you Lord tell him you love him tonight Jesus I adore your holy name your holy name tonight we adore your holy name we adore your holy name tonight you're worthy to be praised you're worthy to be praised tonight you're worthy to be praised you're worthy to be praised you're worthy to be praised wonderful Jesus sing it one more time 
Come breathe upon me, breath of God. Breathe upon me, sweet spirit of the Lord. As I lift my hands in surrender to your name, most high, I'm yielding to your spirit. I'm walking in your love. Jesus, I adore you. Jesus, I adore you. Jesus, I adore your holy name. We adore your holy name tonight, Lord. We adore your holy name. worthy to be praised, Lord. We lift your mighty name. We lift your mighty name. We lift your mighty name. Oh, Lord. Wonderful Jesus. Lift your hands to heaven tonight. Close your eyes and focus on Him tonight. Oh, He's worthy to be praised tonight. You're worthy to be praised, Lord, tonight. And Lord, you beautiful. Your face is all I see, and when your eyes are on this child, your grace abounds, your grace abounds, your grace abounds to me. Declare it tonight, Lord, you beautiful Lord. of persons he loves every one of us and we need the grace that abounds because that's what changes our hearts the abounding grace changes what's got to say it's what will sanctify our hearts it'll bring us into a closer relationship with him 
So declare it tonight, Lord, you're beautiful, and Lord, you're beautiful. Your face is all I see, and when your eyes are on this child, your grace abounds, your grace abounds, your grace abounds to me. Your grace abounds, your grace abounds, your grace abounds to me. It's abounding grace, Lord, tonight. Abounding grace. Abounding grace tonight. Wonderful Jesus. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you. Make that the prayer of your heart tonight. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true tonight, Lord. Change my heart, oh God, may I be like you. Change my heart, oh God, make, make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God, may I be like you. I want to be more like you, Lord, tonight, Jesus. Make that the prayer of your heart tonight. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like I want to be a vessel and you work through and I want to be more like you I want to be more like you you can do it Jesus and I want to be more like you Jesus and I want to be I want to be a vessel that you work through, and I want to be more like you. And I want to be more like you. More like you, Jesus. I want to be more like you. He's changing us. Hallelujah. Every day he's changing us. Every time we come into the presence of God, that's when we change. It's when we're walking in the Spirit, when we're walking in the love and the life and the power of God. We can change, we can try all in our own strength to try and change ourselves. 
most of the times we fail miserably. But when we walk in His glory, when we walk in His love, when we worship Him with all of our hearts, minds, and souls, we change. Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus, sing it again. And I want to be more like you, Jesus. And I want to be more like you. I want to be a vessel and you will too. And I want to be more like you. center of our of our day of our life it becomes the center the focal point of our lives hallelujah the Holy Spirit is the one affecting the nature of Jesus on the inside of us hallelujah <laughs> tell him Lord I want to be filled with your glory and filled with your spirit Lord Come and saturate me, Lord. Come and saturate me, Lord. Tonight. Wonderful Jesus. <laughs> awesome God. Lift your hands to heaven, everyone, right now. Father, let your glory just flow into this broadcast tonight in every room, wherever folks are watching this broadcast, Lord. Let your fire burn on the inside of our hearts tonight. Let that quickening anointing come tonight, Lord, to fill us, Jesus, every part of our being, spirit, soul, and body tonight. Father, that we may have an encounter with you tonight may have a powerful encounter with you tonight, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, come and saturate us, Lord. Come and saturate us, Jesus. Come and saturate us, Lord, tonight. In your glory, Jesus. Come and saturate us, Lord. Tonight, tell him, Lord, come and saturate me, come and saturate me, oh, saturate me, Lord, tonight. Come and saturate me with your glory, Lord. Come and saturate me with your fire, Lord. Come and saturate me 
Come and saturate me, Lord. Come and saturate me, Lord. Come and saturate me, Lord. Wonderful Jesus, never the same again. That we may never be the same again, Lord. Wonderful Jesus. Now just thank him. Thank him tonight. Thank him for that saturating anointing. Come and drink, come and drink from the waters of life tonight, the well that is filled with new wine, the refreshing water of life tonight. Come and drink and be filled tonight in Jesus' mighty name. We give you glory and praise, glory and praise tonight, wonderful Lord. I see some heavy burdens lifting off of people tonight as the glory of God flows on the inside of you. Some of you have been carrying heavy burdens for quite a while now. God's lifting them off of you tonight bringing in new freedom and new liberty in the spirit tonight. The presence and the power of God manifested on the inside of you in a tangible way tonight. Heavy burdens rolling off of your shoulders tonight. Hallelujah. That fear, that anxiety, all of those things that have been assailing you based on what you see in the natural, based on the evidence in the natural, God says, I'm going to make heavenly evidence a reality to you tonight. I'm going to give you the ability to see that heavenly reality. My plans and my purposes for your life are not based upon your circumstances. They're not limited by what you're going through, what you're facing. My plans and purposes for your life are being carried out even now I'm working to that end says the Lord and I shall bring it to pass on the inside of your heart and in your life and you shall be free and you shall be filled with the peace and the glory and the blessing of the Lord you shall be filled hallelujah Jesus Wonderful Jesus, wonderful Lord, tonight, <laughs> wonderful Jesus, wow, what a total, totally awesome presence of God tonight, amen, look into the Holy Ghost tonight, he's got something really good, and something wonderful for every one of us tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Wonderful Jesus. Awesome, Lord. 2019, the year of the Holy Spirit. And we believe in God for great things to take place in 
every one of our lives. Amen. God's got plans for us. If you were to tell us, we, we simply wouldn't believe it because it is much grander than we can ever imagine. God's plans and the things that he intends to do in us and through us. And I say in us because that is so important because without the work going on in us, it's going to be hard for him to do what he wants to do through us. So that is really the most important aspect of knowing the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And we've been sharing the last couple of meetings on the Holy Spirit and what the purpose of the Holy Spirit is there for. That Jesus emphasized the very last thing he did before he left and was taken up into heaven was he said we would be filled with power from on high. That power, God's ability, God's efficiency, and God's worship, God's uh, ability, efficiency, and might would be our portion. That's what is going to help us. Paul prayed it. We share this often in Ephesians 3, verse 20, that we would be filled with all the fullness of God. It's because when we get filled with the fullness of God and the power of the Spirit of God, things begin to change in our lives. The ability to cope actually begins to happen because the things that used to be that always got us down, that always caused us to, to fail, to be filled with fear, no longer assail us because we've learned to trust the Holy Spirit on the inside. We've learned to trust in the anointing that we shared last week abides in us. First John 2.27, the anointing with, that you have received of him. Say that tonight, received of him. That anointing that you have received of him, it's already done deal. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you've received that anointing. He, he abides on the inside of you. And it's very specific. It says, we'll teach you all things. So that means everything concerning your life, your ministry, whatever it is that you have to do on earth or, or have to become on earth, according to the plan and the purpose of God, will be done by the power of the Spirit of God living in you. That's what he's there for. And, and I have the saying that the Holy Spirit is the common denominator in the body of Christ. It is so big and so varied and so vast. There are so many different doctrines and different denominations that you could never bring them together doctrinally. But if every believer could walk in the Spirit and be filled with the Spirit and the power of God, heaven would have direct access to every single person in the body of Christ to be able to direct us at his uh, direction and at, at his, for his purpose, if we could just learn to, to hear the voice of the Spirit, the directive of the Spirit coming to us. He's never a dictator. God could demand from us and he could actually make us do whatever he wanted to, but he's not a dictator. And in fact, when we receive the Holy Spirit, we become... we. We are in partnership with him. And he is the earnest of our inheritance. He is the guarantee of our eternal inheritance. So there is a great role that the Holy Spirit has in our lives here on earth. And I said this on, on Monday night, that there's no part of the New Testament that you can take the Holy Spirit out of. Or the Holy Spirit is an integral part of the entire New Testament. Because what Jesus accomplished on the cross 
is now being made a reality to us by virtue of the Spirit of God living on the inside of us. And so it's of vital importance that we receive the Holy Spirit. And that's what I entitled this message tonight, Receive the Holy Spirit. Do you know how many believers there are, millions of believers across the, the globe that, that have maybe briefly heard about the Holy Spirit and would acknowledge that, you know, He's part of the Trinity, but have no idea, no understanding of what He really means to the body of Christ and what God intended for Him to do in us and through us. And so it's really a, a, a shame that there are millions that have been left out in the cold, as it were. Oh, they're born again because they believed in Christ, received Him as Lord and Savior, and they're going to go to heaven. But they're going to miss out on a dimension of the Spirit of God in the life of the believer that they could have been you know, enjoying all throughout their Christian life. And there are many Christians that get baptized in the Spirit, but also never come to the knowledge or the understanding of what it is and what, well, I shouldn't say it because he is a person who and what he is and what he intends to do in us. There's a great value in understanding that. And so I want to read in Acts chapter 19 and verse 1. Paul had been led by the, the, the Spirit of God to go to, to, um, to Ephesus and go and minister to the new saints that were, you know, everywhere there were disciples that were preaching the word. And even prior to Jesus, John the Baptist was out there getting people, you know, uh, baptized unto repentance. And so there were pockets of people all over, and as they traveled, they would stop and minister to those saints. And so Paul goes to Ephesus, and when he gets there, there's a group of disciples, about 12 of them. And he said to them, he said to them verse 2, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Have you received since you believed? Believe in what? Believe in Christ. Have you received the Holy Spirit? There's a definite experience of receiving the Holy Spirit after you get born again. This is not just a faith transaction, but it's an actual event in your life that is life-changing, just as it was in the upper room. He can give you an example of what can happen when you receive the Holy Ghost. The upper room is a great example because we see the action of the Holy Spirit coming to dwell inside of the believers and then their reaction to that anointing coming on the inside of them. You know, the, the, it's not like God manifests something in us. It's that we react to His awesome power. His power and His glory is so amazing that when you get baptized in the fire and the presence and the power of God, it is, it is so amazing that you, you react to it. And I mean, I remember when I first got baptized in the Spirit, and you got to understand, well, I was raised in, in Pentecost. I was, we went to the full gospel church. It was more like empty gospel, but anyway, I never ever as a child heard about the Holy Spirit. Never ever, never ever saw people being prayed for. Do not remember it. If it was, never did remember it. It was not a memorable occasion. I never ever heard tongues being spoken or even spoken of. And which is really a shame because that would mean that every member of that church was also not hearing about it. Most likely because the pastor had come out of a Bible college that was dead and they didn't teach about the Holy Spirit either, except doctrinally. 
And, and so theologically, people had the concept of the Holy Spirit, but they never understood in reality what the Holy Spirit would mean to them when they received him. So Paul is telling them, because you've got to understand with Paul, the, 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 the Holy Spirit was so real to him. Before he even got born again, he felt the power and the presence of God in a tangible way on the road to Damascus. The glory of God shone upon him. He heard the voice out of heaven. The Bible says he fell on the ground and he was trembling. The fire and the power of God was all over him. And then when he got up for three days, he was blind. It was a sign and a wonder to him so that he wouldn't slip back into his educated head, very highly educated man. But so great was that experience with the, with the Holy Spirit became such a reality to him on a daily basis and even in the desert for three years as he was learning at the feet of Jesus, the Holy Spirit was his teacher. And so he absolutely knew the reality of the Spirit of God. And he said that in many occasions. 1 Corinthians 2, When I came unto you, I came not with excellency of speech or of knowledge declaring unto you, the, you know, the, with human wisdom and, and understanding, the knowledge of God, but it came in the demonstration of the power of God. And then if, if you look at the Amplified, the, the root translation, he says a proof, a proof by the Spirit stirring in the minds of the hearers the most holy emotions and thus persuading them. Something amazing happened to Paul on the road to Damascus and then in the desert as the Holy Spirit taught him so that when he stood up to minister, it was not by his strength, not by his power, not because of his great learning, but because of the anointing on the inside of him, the gift of God that had been placed in there, and he was totally dependent upon the Spirit of God, moved by, exercised the gift of the Spirit of God, great signs and wonders took place in and through his life. So wherever he went, believe me, when you get touched with the fire of God, you cannot help but tell people about it. What we do in our ministry is we talk about the anointing all the time. We talk about the anointing, the Holy Spirit, the power of God, the presence of God. It has been ongoing for many, many, many years. Why? Because when you get baptized in the fire of God, when you're born in the fire, you cannot live in the smoke. I mean, mediocrity is not what you're looking for. You want, you hunger for the anointing, you hunger for the power of God. And I want to challenge every one of you, when you get filled with the fire of God, you, your heart is going to burn. And you want to tell everybody about what, what you've received and how important it is to your life. So for Paul, it was such a prominent place, it was such a prominent event in his life that it totally affected the rest of his life and ministry and wherever he went the power and the demonstration of the Spirit of God was evident in his ministry. Hallelujah. So he says to them, Have you received since you believed? And yes, this sad reply. And they said unto him, Well, we've not so much as even heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. What are you talking about, Paul? We don't even know about this. Well, he hadn't, nobody had been there to teach them. I mean, we have access to so much today. We have access to all the different translations and Bibles and concordances and you name it, we have access to it. We have songs about the Holy Spirit. So it's unlikely that most Christians have never heard about the Holy Spirit. But, but equally, as much as these folks had never heard about the Holy Spirit, equally today, millions of believers have never 
purred that the Holy Spirit wants to actually come and dwell on the inside of them and fill them with His anointing and His fire and bless them from the inside out. Hallelujah. And so they said, well, we've never ever heard. And then He asked them, well, unto whom, unto what then were you baptized? And they said, by John's, by John's baptism. And so, of course, He understood. And so He said, well, John baptized you unto repentance saying to the people that they should believe on him, which is to come afterwards, Jesus Christ. And so when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when Paul laid his hands on them, something happened. When Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost came upon them. A very definite experience above salvation. People say, well, when you get born again, you receive the Spirit of God. And so many believers go around thinking they're already filled with the Spirit. But there is a second event that we need desperately in our lives, and that is to receive the Holy Ghost and power. And so the Holy Ghost fell upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Now, remember, this was not uh, the same as what happened on the day of Pentecost, because the tongues, many of them were speaking in the languages of those the multitudes that had come together in Jerusalem for the Feast of Pentecost. And so the Lord used that moment to reach them and the disciples began to speak in their different dialects, which was a miracle, a sign and a wonder. But in this case, there's Paul and the 12 of these, these uh, Ephesus Christians and they get baptized in the Spirit and spoke with tongues. That, those tongues are the prayer language of the Spirit. That is the tongues that, that we can exercise personally for ourselves. This is not to be exercised in a meeting, but this is for us to, I mean, you can do that, but this is for you to stir your heart, to, to edify yourself. Paul says when you pray in tongues, your mind is unfruitful, but you edify yourself. So it's the way God gave the body of Christ the method to be edified and I'm laughing now because I noticed the numbers just began to drop off like crazy as I started talking about, the, about being baptized in the Spirit and speaking in tongues. And, and that just shows the level to which the church has come, that the Holy Spirit has been placed in a backseat somewhere and that the power of God has been muted in the average church. It's really very sad. So what people depend on is is great educated preaching, you know, great exposés of, of doctrines and, and, you know, great singing and worship and then they go home and that, that's it. They never ever feel the power of God, never ever get an opportunity to be prayed for even. That's really sad. And so they got baptized in the Spirit and they began to prophesy. Right there off the bat, these young Christians, young believers got filled with the Spirit and God began to move through them. So what is the purpose of the Lord? It's to look at, when we look at the life of Jesus, we can understand how that is so necessary in our life and ministry. Acts 10 verse 38, how God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power and ability and might. How he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. That's what happens when the power of God comes, when the anointing comes, when, when the glory of God comes. So God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. And that's how come he could go and do those mighty things that he did. And he even promised us, he said, 
the works that I do shall you do also. So how would we do that also? We would do that when we get filled with the anointing, the power, and the presence, and the glory of God. That's how we can do the things, the works that Jesus did. Hallelujah. And so he went about doing good. That the doing good was because he was led by the Spirit of God. Wherever he went, the Holy Spirit would witness to his heart as to what to do, how to do it, what to say. And he said himself, he said, I never do anything except the Father tell me. Well, how did the Father tell him? By the Holy Spirit that was in him. He was baptized in the Spirit. The dove descended on him. The voice of, of the Father out of heaven spoke and said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. God anointed him then to go about and do that ministry for the next three years, leading up to his crucifixion. And so we've got to understand, and wherever he went, the Bible often says in different scriptures, the power of the Lord was present to heal. The power of the Holy Ghost was present to heal. People got healed wherever Jesus went. He was so full of the power of God, so full of the anointing of the Holy Ghost, that wherever he went, the power of God was present to heal. And so it is the same for you and I. God wants us to be so filled with the power of and the glory of God. Hallelujah. In Luke 4 verse 17, uh, it says, And there was handed to him the scroll of the book of the prophet Isaiah. And he opened it, the book, and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. God has anointed me. He says, To preach the good news, the gospel, to the poor, he has sent me to announce the release to the captives, a recovering of sight to the blind, to send forth as delivered those who were oppressed, who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed, broken down by calamity. These are all the aspects that God, through the anointing upon Jesus, and, not, and now the anointing upon the body of Christ, wants to minister to. I mean, there are so many people around you that you know, family, friends, neighbors, people that you work with, that, that you could, you, you've noticed, are downtrodden, they're bruised, they're crushed by life, they're broken down by calamity. And the power of, of the Holy Ghost is there for us all to be filled, to be changed, to be healed, to be blessed, to be delivered, to be set free. That's what the power of God is there for. He's working inside of you tonight in order to bring about change. If you feel crushed, if you feel bruised, if you feel broken down by calamity, He's there to help you. He's there to encourage you. He's there to strengthen you. He's there to bless you beyond measure. Hallelujah. And so, it, it, it forms such an important part of our lives that if we ignore Him, if we don't pay attention to the Holy Spirit. If we don't give Him first place in our lives, we're missing out on all these things. This is the stuff that you and I as believers need. We need God's help. We need God's help to cope. We need the power of the Spirit of God to help us cope with this crazy life that we live in, this crazy world that seems to be getting even crazier. And I can tell you it's a place of refuge. If we as the body of Christ could learn to walk in the presence of, and the glory of God. It's a place of refuge. Hallelujah. And, and so 
you know, I just encourage believers everywhere to, to grab a hold of everything the Spirit of God wants to do in you and through you. Give Him room to move. Allow Him to come and bless you supernaturally far over and abundantly above all you can ask, think, or even imagine. Hallelujah. That's what He wants to do for you. He says to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord when salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. Think about that. This is what he's talking about. Salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. This is all talking about the abundant life that Jesus promised. And people are so worried about, you know, God's going to judge the church for this, that, and the other. Jesus already paid for the sins of the world. And God, through his mercy and love, has provided us these free favors that profusely abound. And yet the church deny him. They deny him opportunity to work in their lives. They don't accept it. They would rather work in walk in tradition and in you know legalistically instead of in the freedom of the spirit. Hallelujah. Because he'll change us. Glory to God. And so he rolled up the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And all the eyes of all in the synagogue were gazing attentively at him. And he began to speak to them. He said, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled while you are present and hearing. That was the day Jesus announced that that scripture that was prophesied by Isaiah so many hundreds of years earlier had been fulfilled that day. Hallelujah. And when Jesus left this earth, he said, When I get to heaven, I'm going to pray the Father will send you another comforter. And he's with you now, but he will be in you. He will live in you, big. And he will endue you with power from on high. God's ability, God's efficiency, and God's might. What a powerful thing. Glory to God. It is so sad that the body of Christ has lost out on this dimension. It is so sad that the body of Christ is missing all of this because of whatever. Because of lack of teaching, because of lack of opportunity, because churches, those in, in position to teach people, are not teaching them this. If you're a pastor, if you're a preacher, if you're a teacher, and you're not teaching of the importance of the Holy Spirit in the lives of believers, then you are, you are leaving out one of the most important things that, will, that is life-changing. It'll actually change your ministry when you minister to your congregation and get them filled with the Spirit and teach them how to walk in the Spirit. It will make your ministry a lot easier. It will change the way your ministry operates. And God will bless you because that's the purpose of God. He wants children of God to be filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. So that we can be led from within. We can be led. He is God's personal represent, representative on the inside of, of you and I. He personally is present inside of us every single day, no matter where we go, no matter what we say, no matter what we do. Hallelujah. And so in Ephesians 4, Verse 11, and he gave gifts, varied as he appointed them uh, and appoints and gave men to us, some to be apostles. So God gives us the ministries that will help us, apostles, the special messengers, some prophets, inspired preachers and expounders, some evangelists, preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries, some pastors, the shepherds of the flock, and teachers, people that are called specifically to teach the word of God. This is we refer to as the fivefold ministry. And as people get filled with 
the anointing and as people live in the anointing, those gifts will rise up in them. God's got different people that he's calling and setting aside for those specific gifts in order to bring in. And he says in verse 12, the intention was the perfecting and the full equipping of the saints. So God will raise up men and women who will operate in those, those offices in order to bring about a maturity in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. But they don't come because we suddenly decide, you know what, I think I'd like to be a prophet. And so I'm going to start prophesying. That's not how it happens. Or I want to be an apostolic. I want to be an, apost an apostle. Because I'd like to have the notoriety of Paul. Or I want to be a teacher. We don't make that decision ourselves. It happens when we fellowship with the Holy Ghost and we learn to walk with him and he, as he begins to develop in us the gift, it, it'll become self-evident. In fact, sometimes you'll even be operating in it without even realizing that you're operating in it. It'll just be a natural outflow of your relationship with the Holy Spirit. That's what I love about the anointing so much, is we don't have to worry about all those details. I don't have to concern myself. What specifically is my ministry? It doesn't matter, because there have been times that I've operated in the office of, an, of, a, of a prophet. And there have been times when that apostolic anointing has been on my life. And I've had people come to me and say, well, we recognize that you, you're an apostle. And I just smile because the Lord, the Lord didn't specifically tell me, son, you're an apostle. Just happened to be operating in that. And there's sometimes an evangelistic anointing is on you. Whatever it is. I mean, you know, God could use all five ministries through your life if he needs to all five of those offices but there are specific people called for those specific tasks because that's what god wants and so we are to we are to get filled with the spirit of god and allow the holy spirit to work in us pray in that heavenly language edify yourself allow the spirit of god to deal with our hearts to teach us to change us to make us whole to lead us into the purpose and plan of god for our lives hallelujah and then to anoint us so we can go and touch the lives of others. That's the purpose of the Holy Spirit. 2019, the year of the Spirit of God. God wants to raise men and women up, fill them with His glory, put a fresh anointing on the inside of them, and send them forth to bring new life, to bring about change in the hearts and the lives of those that He brings them to. Hallelujah. So just thank Him tonight for His anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. I want you just to lift your hands to heaven right now. Just, just tell him tonight, Father, your word promises the Holy Spirit. And I know that many of you that are watching have already been filled with the Spirit of God. But for those of you that haven't yet, this is for you. You can ask him tonight, but not only ask him, but receive. Just like Paul said, have you received since you believed? So you received the Holy Ghost tonight. He said when Paul laid hands on them, the Holy Ghost came upon them. Unfortunately, I can't lay hands on you. But by virtue of a point of contact, we have the screen tonight. And I can look right at you tonight and say, be filled with the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name, be filled with the Spirit of God tonight in Jesus' name. Now go ahead and let that prayer language of the Spirit just 
bubble forth out of your innermost being. Begin to speak in tongues tonight. Begin to speak in that heavenly language tonight. Let it flow from inside of you tonight. And then exercise it on a regular basis every day to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Filled with the fire and anointing of the Holy Ghost tonight. Wonderful Jesus. Anointing flow through me. Anointing flow through me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost flow through me. Anointing flow through me. Anointing flow through me. Anointing flow through me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost flow through me. Anointing flow through me. Anointing flow through me. Anointing burning be anointing. Come and burn in me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost burn in me. Anointing burn in me. Anointing burn in me. Come and burn in me, Lord. Anointing burn in me. Come and burn in me, Jesus, tonight. Come and burn in me, Lord. Hallelujah. Let the fire of God burn on the inside of you tonight. And God is moving by His Spirit. Moving all over the earth. Signs and wonders where God's moving. Move, oh Lord, in me. Come and move in me, Jesus. Move, oh Lord, in me. God is moving by His Spirit, moving all over the earth. Signs and wonders where God's moving, move, O oh Lord, in me. Come and move in me, Jesus. Move, oh Lord, in me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your sweet anointing tonight. Thank you that we felt your glory, Lord. We felt your presence tonight. Thank you that you fill every heart and every life 
with your anointing, with your fire. In Jesus' name, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, praise God for YouTube tonight because uh, we lost everyone on Facebook. But I see there are over nine people. I think there yeah, are nine people on YouTube tonight. So Now, it's still running on my phone. So what I'm imagining is that it is, it is when I hit the finish button, it will probably save the entire video. If not, well, I'll just put a link to YouTube so folks can go and get the rest of what was happening. It's a great pity that happened because if it hasn't been saved in, in, in Facebook, it was a um, good meeting that quite a few folks were on it. But anyway, bless God. Hallelujah. <laughs> so Lord, bless everyone tonight, Lord, those that have been able to get onto YouTube. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace and that abounding grace that you poured forth on every one of us, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Wonderful Jesus. We give you glory and praise. And I'm hungry for you. And I'm hungry for you. I need your touch. I seek your face. I need your presence. I'm hungry for you. I'm hungry, Lord. I'm hungry for you. I need your touch. I need your touch. I seek your face. Need your presence. We need your presence tonight, Lord. And I'm hungry for you. I'm hungry for you. I need your touch. I seek your face. I need your presence. And I'm hungry for you. I'm hungry, Lord, for you. I'm hungry for you. I need your touch. I seek your face. I need your presence. We need your presence, Lord, tonight. Wonderful Jesus. Well, God bless you all. We love you folks. And we'll see you all on Saturday night again. Amen. Be blessed. Walk in the abundant blessings of God. And we see you all on Saturday night. God bless now. Bye -bye.